0: Welcome to Meet the Filmmaker at the Apple Store Soho in New York. Please welcome this afternoon's moderator, Richard Lawson, critic for VanityFair.com. It's such a good movie. Uh, I saw this, The Meddler First, in Toronto last September. And uh, you, know, you see a ton of movies at a festival like that. But um, this movie in particular really stuck with me. Um, I think it's a really special movie. It's a funny movie. It's a poignant movie. Um, and it's a movie that um, really gets a slice of life exactly right, I, as, at least as I see it. Um, I think we're gonna start just for a little context to look at uh, with the trailer, so if we can just run that and then we'll introduce everyone and bring them on
1: stage. Laura?
2: Lori, Laura? You're not bringing the mail. <laughs> Jesus. Mom, you have to ring the doorbell. But I've got the key. How do you feel since your husband died? There are a lot of hours in the day, and so sometimes I call, Lori.
3: I brought you bagels. You should have called. I did. But I didn't answer.
2: You let Daddy's bonsai die.
3: You can't just leave someone with bonsai
2: and orchid. You let the orchid die, too? I think we should get you a hobby. Or maybe you could be my hobby. I have to go to New York for a few weeks. New York? I leave tomorrow. Tomorrow. If I go with you, I could be like your assistant. No. Marnie, what are you doing here? He said you needed a babysitter. I brought bagels. Mom, don't talk to my friends. What you have to do is have him tip you upside down. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's what Joe and I did to conceive Lori. Call me and let me know you got in safe. Oh, and remind me so to tell you what your therapist said. Like do you maybe need a ride? I would kill my daughter if she died on a motorcycle. Oh, it's in the motorcycle. This is a Harley Davidson. October. That makes you a Libra. Gales, justice. You should be a lawyer. Maybe. And not married. That's so funny. My daughter's not married either. I know I'm overstepping my boundaries, but what if I gave you the money? Wouldn't Lori be upset? Why? She's not getting married. Okay. You got kids? Two beautiful girls. The one that doesn't like me lives just over in Palm Springs. <laughs> I mean, it's not my business, but you have to call her. <sighs> It's true. How do you take a selfie?
3: Who are you sending a selfie to? Who? Ch- I'm not talking about it. I who are you texting? You need to have sex with someone and you can't be here for it. I still need a ride to the airport.
0: Uh, and so without further ado, I'd like to introduce uh, four wonderful women who are responsible for this spectacular film Uh, first is writer director loreen scafaria producer joy gorman weddles and the two stars of the film rose byrne and susan sarandon thank you guys so much for being here i know you've been on a crazy press tour you were at a tribeca opening i believe last night is that right um, but Lorene, I wanted to start with you because this is such a personal film for you, and it's been a, there's been a, it's been a long time coming in some ways. And so, could you just give us a little background on the origin story of the Meddler?
4: Uh, it's based on my mom, <laughs> my meddling mom, who is very sweet um, but um, can drive me crazy sometimes. But she she um, moved from New Jersey to Los Angeles to be close to me after my dad passed away, and uh, you know. <laughs> many phone calls later she she basically moved to this place across the street from an apple store got an iphone and then started calling me on it a lot um and um, just many voicemails later i had enough material to write a screenplay about (laughs) her that's really the origin
0: um well yeah i mean that brings me to you susan um there's such a specificity to the way you play the role and i know that some of that's in writing but i think some of it is also in the performance so it does feel like you have a deep connection to this particular character. Um, do, you, do you feel that? Well, she
2: was very specific, and I mean, it's always the actor's job to try to make a character as specific as possible so it becomes universal, and there was, I was wearing her clothing, I was carrying her bag. I, <laughs> she did the first five minutes of the movie as a sizzle reel that Lorene sent to me, so I even saw her do my part, or me do her part, um, but you know at the end of the day I think that people go through a change of relationship if you if you love someone very much and you've spent a lot of time loving them and trying to do things for them and nurturing them whether it's a husband that dies or a divorce or a boyfriend that you break up with especially women you know I really love loving somebody I just that's one of my favorite things to do is try to make their life more fun I'm missing that right now, by the way, if anybody has any ideas um, so when you it comes time to try to you know refocus that, or when your kids leave home and you've been doing everything and worrying about them and everything, then what do you do with that energy and so she in the midst of her grieving, she follows the daughter out and just delivers just way too many bagels and uh, and and kind of gets involved in anybody's life who comes by. Uh, but I think it's a really nice way to cope. I mean, I think if everybody erred on the side of being too generous and giving, it, w- it would be other besides drinking or prescription drugs. I think it's a very good choice. And uh, so I, you know, I, I, I think everybody goes through periods of being lonely. Um, I, I find Sundays for me are particularly disturbing sometimes. <laughs> I don't know why. If it's the residual, you know, school is tomorrow or if it's just like everyone looks so fucking happy on Sunday <laughs> that I get upset.
0: The joggers you <laughs> see just out together. I
2: yeah. do. I just resent it sometimes and um, so I get it you know and I think everybody goes through that and, and uh, I think when you watch the movie that's why it's appealed to so many different kinds of people and people laugh because, uh, you know, your moms just want you to be happy. They just want you to be safe. They just want you to have a job that's actually going to have a future. And that usually doesn't correspond with any of your plans. <laughs> so, you know, you just, but they want that for you. And, um, and they'll just, it's hard just to sit back and watch your kids be miserable or make mistakes or whatever. Um, so sometimes maybe you meddle
0: a little much. Rose um you you and Susan and Lori and Marnie have such a really textured credible relationship in the film is that something that you really have to work for on set or was it just immediate when you when you met Susan or had you know how did that work the establishing that really uh, believable bond
3: we uh, actually knew each other prior to the film which was lucky we have a, a, a mutual friend in common so that's great to sort of break the ice but uh, the script was so great you know you're only as good as your writing and the script from, from the first moment I read it I was like this is Susan saying so specific to Lorreen's experience and what she went through grieving her dad and this new relationship with her mother moving out to LA so it was just about trying to get out of the script's way and bringing it to life and, and just you know working with the incredible Susan Sarandon I was just uh, you know so lucky to be having scenes with her.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it really, you know, uh, whatever bond it is, it really it really shows. Joy, as a producer, um, uh, how do you... What are the challenges of getting a movie like this, you know, scene made? or, or and, and are these the kind of projects that you seek out?
1: Um, you know, I think that as much as women keep proving that we are so valuable at the box office and that women... Are going to these movies when they are made. There is a disconnect between the financing entities and the agents sometimes about um, seeing this as a real business opportunity. And so for us, we knew that in order to make this movie true to Lorene's vision and truly have this be a character study of Marnie and not a love story with the you know zipper being a larger character or a full two-hander like Postcards from the Edge or you know. Um, that we had to make it for a much smaller budget. Um, and we got a lot of help. We got Apple's help. Tell them help. what the budget
2: was. Tell them how many days and... Whatever.
1: 23 days and $3.4 million.
0: Which is insane. But and if I, the movie and looks I think like, if this yeah. was it's a
1: bunch of 40-year-old men, it would be $40 million in 4,000 days. So, you know. Right. Um, <laughs> so
4: no, so we got lucky. I mean, we have an incredible... Cast, I think that just always helps. I mean, we, it was so hard to get made before Susan came on board. That's yeah. that's actually the truth: is that people didn't know what to make of it. Um, and 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 once Susan came on board, I think people realized, obviously, not only her value, but that you know it's, she's an incredible draw for other actors. All these incredible people wanted to
0: work. Made with lunch her. for everybody every day, so <laughs> that <right>. saved money. <laughs> this is your first real big lead role in a little while, and I'm curious: was that something? Conscious on your part? Were you just waiting for the right big project? Or? I just
2: wanted to play lots of little parts right. for a long time. <laughs> well, I was gonna. No, I had some of, yeah. other offer. I mean, I just there have been some other major parts that have come my way, but I really felt like I didn't want to. I wasn't. I was didn't want to die in a film. Help someone die. Have Alzheimer's, you know, or some other <laughs> debilitating disease, and I, so I just wasn't up for that at the time, at the moment. <laughs> um so this one i just was surprised when i read the script there were a lot of twists and turns and i i laughed and it, i it really moved me and so i was uh, so we tried to get it going it was really a gift and um yeah i knew I, it, it was really fun to do
0: and, and now, Rose, um, you've recently had a lot of success in, in comedy. But I think that American audiences, at least, first kind of got to know you on things like Damages and in Danny Boyle's Sunshine, you know, dra- dramatic things. Is that something, a balance that you like to strike in, in your career? Or do you just kind of pick whatever project it is, regardless of genre or, um, or style?
3: I think, I mean, I, I feel like as an actor, the more diverse Stuff that you can do or that comes your way is the the better. So it's, it keeps you more challenged and, and interested and scared and everything. And, and and that's like what comes your way, and then what, then what doesn't. So it's all sort of a, a crapshoot, really. But. um but uh, yeah, this, I agree, totally. this is my favourite sort of film to watch and to do because, I mean, it comes from the same place, I think, as an actor that, you know, the stakes have to be really high for it to be funny and for the stakes, to, and when the stakes are high, it's dramatic, you know, there's uh, there's something to be lost and something to be gained, so it's sort of from the same wellspring in a way and uh, and this film is, is lovely because, as Susan said, it surprises you with really beautiful moments that you kind of catch your breath and you're laughing and then you're kind of crying which you know I saw the film last night on the big screen for the first time and I I, yeah by the end it totally swept me up and I was sort of in floods of tears which is you know and I'm not a big and I just want to
2: say that she has to do like the X games of acting she has to go scenes that are angry to you know nervous to crying to laughing to angry again and like all in one take and that is not easy and to have somebody that's so funny and that still has this emotional you, you know accessibility there are very few i mean Melissa McCarthy's somebody who can do that but you know that's really special and we lucked out with Rose because we didn't have time to do you know, a lot of takes, or... Which
3: is good sometimes, too, yeah, right, isn't can, it? Because you if just if have, you have to jump, jump it, in, yeah. you know, like But you
2: we weren't, like, we it. had no dressing rooms, we weren't going to our trailers to mood up for a half an hour before we had to go into the scene or something, right? You know, it was like just ready to rock and roll right away, and so, you know, I was so grateful to to have her, because she has to drive a lot of those scenes. I just get to react, which is, you know, such a Lazy ass thing to be doing, but she was fabulous,
0: yeah. Um, and, and what you'll see when you see it, which you all will. Um, and Lorreen, was this process for you? Um, I mean, I'm sure there was the risk of kind of picking at old wounds, or not even that old, really. There was pretty recent stuff for you.
4: It wasn't that painful, it's it feels like closure in this, certainly, in, in a sense, but um, it was a treat. And we just got to, I mean, I, I love my mom, she she cracks me up, so seeing Susan. Do any version of that? It just struck me every single day. So we we just had too much fun, and I mean, Tell there. Were what you s- said about daddy? Oh well, she uh, loving that. Well, yeah, okay. So um, I mean, when my mom knew that Susan was going to play her, of course she was dying and so <laughs> excited about it. But she was just like, "Oh my God, Daddy would have loved to be married to Susan Sarandon." <laughs> that just would have floored him. So you know, we got to put Susan's head on my mom's body for certain pictures, and uh, and yeah, she's posing next to my father. It, it, it's killing everyone. Yeah, it's it's, it's great. Yeah.
0: A, a whole range of emotions and yeah um i wanted to ask you guys since uh maybe you specifically susan because we're in an apple store um what has your experience been like adapting to this kind of onslaught of technology i mean do you do you kind of welcome all the new things you you know my assistant will load I, I, have you seen have you seen
2: <laughs> mr robot because I love that show, and uh, Nathan for you. All these different weird shows that my youngest shows me, and then he'll load them onto his iPad or something, and I take that on a plane. And scripts I have to write on, so I haven't really started loading onto anything.
0: But that's the extent of mine. Um, we do have a clip that we wanted to show you guys, just a little teaser.
3: And it's really good timing for me, you know? I can get out of town and be busy and finally take my mind off things. Jacob. Exactly.
1: Thank you so Hey, you two. Hey, you two.
2: Hey. <laughs> hey, Marnie. Jacob, it's good to see you. You know I never said anything bad about you. Uh, you know Elise. right? Yeah.
1: No. Yeah. How you
2: doing? Uh, well, we don't want to interrupt your uh, your girl time.
3: No! No, no, it's fine. We're just doing a drive-by until I go out later. I didn't want her to have to spend Valentine's Day alone.
2: <laughs> I didn't want her to spend alone, either. I'm not alone. No, but together. Until later, when I'm meeting other people. I
1: thought we were having a sleepover. Nope. That's so cute! I wish my mom and I were that close.
2: Aww. Well, maybe when you get older.
0: Uh, and that's the great uh, Jason Ritter in, uh, in right. the clip. That's right. Yeah, he's he's fantastic, too. Um, okay, are we ready for audience questions? Yeah?
4: This is for Lorena. Um, has your mother seen the movie, and what does she think of Susan playing her? Uh, it's her favorite movie, and um, she loves the subject matter. And... Uh, She's over the moon about Susan. She thinks, oh my God, we should all be so lucky to look like Susan. So she is very um, sh- she's also, I think, really happy that it's a comedy, you know, even though it's about sad stuff that we've been through, of course, it's actually, you know, at its core a comedy. and Susan is incredibly funny and um and she nailed her, really? I mean, <laughs> she of course, brought a lot to the character. It's not exactly exactly my mother, but, it's pretty damn much my mother. Yeah, it's goes. What research went into preparing for this role and techniques possibly like Stanislavski or Meisner, anybody that you guys really that's where you go to get prepared for a role? Uh
2: oh. Uh oh. Shoot me, I never studied acting. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> and I had a daughter just to prepare for this part.
4: I'm sure you get a lot of scripts, Susan and Rose. Both. How do you determine which ones to even read?
2: I want to be moved. I want to, uh, in some way, and if it's a small part, which I don't mind doing at all, as long as she affects the um, somehow affects the piece, the story, the bigger piece. I'm going to be doing something in July um, in Canada. Actually, playing Kit Harrington's mom. So he's still alive, <laughs> and uh, in Canada. <laughs> and, uh, but it's a small, but you know, it's a concentrated, they're good scenes. It's a very interesting director. Uh, it's an, a lot of nice other people that are, you know, and it's two weeks I can spare. So I'll do something like that or I'll do a little part. John Chatura wants me to do something that's, again, a very weird non-commercial script. But if it's something that's different, I'm, I, I want something that's brave, that scares me. I want something that I haven't done before. Uh, and, you know, it's easier now that my kids that I'm not going with the school schedule. (laughs) Now that they're out of the house, I have a little more freedom uh, to travel and to do, you know, what I, you're lugging your baby around now, so that's going to all start (laughs) for you. But, um, you know, just, and I, uh, I, you know, I I don't want to do something that links sex and violence. I mean, there's certain things that I am not interested in doing, but I uh, want to know what the, I usually ask the director why they want to make it, and surprisingly, sometimes they don't have an answer. That's not a good sign. Um, but you, know, I want to be part of something that everybody's pulling to So there's a lot of factors, you know, and it seems that if you can get paid, that's also really good. <laughs> you know, where it shoots, you know, there's a lot of things that go into it. But um, this was a no-brainer. We just had to try to hope that we could assemble like-minded people, really. Hi, my name is Jeanette, this question is for Rose. Uh, You've been in many successful
3: roles as an American actress and I was just wondering how difficult is it for you to put on an American accent? Is it something that you're constantly rehearsing to get the accent correct? Uh, You don't think I sound American right now? No? (laughs) Not at all, no? It's my Australian accent. uh, ye- well I we have so much American television in Australia so you get really used to the the sound of it and then um, I did a television show for 5 seasons and so that was really drilled it into me and um, sometimes it sometimes it's hard if I've got to get really angry sometimes in these scenes where I was very angry I could hear it come I could hear it coming coming up but I quite, uh, yeah I en- I enjoy it now I, I can um I, you know it's just a discipline kind of thing but yeah people are fascinated by it they always are just like, oh my God, how do you do that? They're like, really? <laughs> really? It's like, the never gets old, that question. <laughs> I guess it is quite weird if you've someone and they've really talked differently. It's like, whoa. Oh.
2: I think the cadence is sometimes where people are off. They can get the pronunciations, but they hold on to the cadence from the other language. Yeah. I remember when we were <laughs> doing Thumb and Louise and poor Harvey Keitel. He's just too much Carvey Keitel he could not let even if he could kind of get some southern sounds he still was just so (laughs) New York you know there was no way to get that out (laughs) of him it just so (laughs) difficult and it's the cadence I think you know if you get the cadence and the pronunciation which you have really well yeah Yeah,
3: to be able to be relaxed and do it is
1: harder I guess Harder. (laughs) harder harder Hi, I'm a screenwriter, and I've been told my face several times by male producers that uh, women aren't as funny as guys. When I've been trying to like gender swap characters and so on, and they would be telling me like, you can't do it because men are so much funnier.
2: That's hilarious.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, really horrible. And still I hear uh, like you can read in commentaries after YouTube trailers and so on that like women aren't as funny as guys. Still, do you think we're ever gonna pass this?
4: I mean, I hope we already have with uh, people like R- Rose and Melissa McCarthy. I mean, people that Susan Amy has Schumer, named. Amy, Sh- uh, Amy Stephanie Schumer. Stephanie
1: Strong, who's in our movie. I mean, Yeah,
4: I'd like to think that we've already proved them <laughs> wrong.
1: He must be
2: laughing all the way as he watches them go to the bank with all these yeah. movies that are making a fortune that are all women and written by women and all the TV shows that are now hits that are... I mean, I think that's the area where actually women have made the biggest step forward is in comedy and being able, Amy Schumer, I mean, able girls, so many of these shows that are really, really successful making a lot of money. So he's obviously an idiot.
4: But we also need the freedom yeah. to laugh at ourselves. You know, I think that's also been something that, you know, a certain, I don't know, a system wants us to be very, I don't know, serious about it. You know, to be feel like we're just all strong characters, there's so many strong characters, and, you know, we should be allowed to be vulnerable and and flawed and messed up and obviously funny and make fun of ourselves. And, and Cal Burnett, Lucille Ball, I mean, there's so many people that were
2: years and years and years on TV doing you know, all kinds of breakthrough stand up comic comedy, really skit comedy for you know, a tradition of that. So and I think that I'm so proud of all the breakthroughs that all these women have done in in writing these movies and getting them done and Paul Figg, is that his name? Yeah, who's really championed all these women? Don't listen to that asshole. Yeah, <laughs>
1: just there'll be fewer and fewer of him As more people go to see movies like this, so don't listen to him.
2: He's just really scared. I think Uh, he's frightened. And uh, maybe someone didn't laugh at his jokes. (laughs) That might be what happened.
0: Uh, Okay, thank you guys so much for doing this. Thank you you for being here. Thank you. Uh, And go see the meddler.